0: It's the it. bear, uh, the bears. Yeah. I always think of that <laughs> skit, you know. Mm.
1: The bears. <laughs>
0: all
2: right. Mm. Uh, Maybe
1: that's why they named it that because they were Chicago.
0: That might yeah. be it. Yeah.
2: There
1: it
2: goes. <laughs> Sunday scaries. Yeah. All right, we're all here. Hey, hey, hey guys. Yeah. Uh, how's it going? Uh, it's Sunday Scaries. It's a podcast about horror movies and things that people are into horror might enjoy. I'm Travis, hanging out with uh, Daniel today. What's up? Hey, everybody. And today we have Kirsty. Yeah. Hey. What's up, Kirsty? Kirsty is a uh, comedian from the DFW area um, who is nice enough to come watch a movie with us today. And what do we watch today, guys? Disturbia. Disturbia. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I like want the beat You're... drop for Rihanna's song to Disturbia. go. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bum bum
0: beat up. Bum bum up. How many other perfect little
3: houses hide really twisted secrets? Wait a
0: minute. Down on the
2: ground! The man has been kidnapping and killing people. All right, that's it. Come on. It's
0: a miracle they didn't just take you away.
2: No one believes me. I know what I saw. Whenever uh, you're on, I always wonder if you're going to harmonize gonna a with the guest. Yeah, because that's, I... <laughs> that's what we've been doing every time is trying to get the get that harmony going. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Disturbia, the tagline for this movie, every killer uh, lives next door to someone. Uh, <laughs> this is a 2000, 2007 movie uh, featuring Shia LaBeouf, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, directed by G.J. Caruso. Um, after his father is killed in a car accident, things unravel for Kale Brecht, and he is placed under house arrest for punching his Spanish teacher, having nothing better to do. Kale occupies himself by spying on his neighbors, but one night he witnesses what appears to be a murder going on in Mr. Turner's house. Kale becomes obsessed with uncovering the truth behind these murders, but after a few unsettling run-ins with Mr. Turner, it becomes a matter of life and death and the ominous question, who is watching whom? uh so i know this wasn't your first time watching you said you own this one
1: yeah nice. it's a nostalgic movie for me like i watched it when it came out and it was very like it was the the movie to watch <laughs> like yeah
2: this is peak nostalgia. Yeah. peak nostalgia i think is the is the name of the game here mm-hmm. uh 2007 was just a, a magical year for i don't know i guess we had like no idea what we were getting into like no. a year later we we're like
0: oh the stock
2: market's gonna crash yeah i no. was a little bit more innocent foreclosed. back then yeah 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 it was uh, i mean i was like what all of 13 or something so what do i know yeah. about stock markets? <laughs> i know but, i think like middle school era but this was the perfect movie for uh the middle school version of me to watch it just has rewatching it again i watched it last week and then again today as i was like working on the outline again yeah. and it's it's such a feel-good movie yeah for me. i don't know why yeah. i got so happy by the end of it like
0: i feel like the details of it sen- well there's two things the romance stuff i think is like perfect teen there's a lot of like teen literal girl next door like all these kinds of like classic shows and then two is just the trappings of your child our childhood Mm -hmm. where you're like oh i can't wait to get home and like play Xbox uh,
2: and attach yeah. a headset and download I mean? like, Afro yeah. Man tracks from the iTunes. Summer, yeah. The summer vibes,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah the
2: perfect summer movie. It like is.
1: the playlist or not the playlist. The soundtrack is like definitely very necessary. like the Lonely oh Day by yeah. System yeah. of a Down. The very oh first God. needle
2: drop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. System yeah. of a drown drops, uh, Down drops down and then the very like the outro song too. It's like I'm I'm a one man wrecking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wrecking yeah. I like
0: weird. half expected like uh just like some like I don't know any of the songs like I didn't know what i was expecting but i just waited for more songs to like kick my lizard brain up and be like oh i know this i listened to this album mm-hmm. once like i don't even know like something like stained or like yeah. drowning pool or something to play mm-hmm. and i'd yeah. be like whoa the outro it is that.
2: that trope too of the mid-2000s movies not even like within horror movies of you just got to have that great like stinger feel good indie rock song like pop in and for this one it was that one man wrecking machine by yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just yeah. so sweet it's just like candy yeah um, like i said it put me in a great mood uh Watching it a couple of times over the last week, um, but you would yeah. So you had seen this before. Did you see it when it came out? I
0: didn't see it in theaters. I was not cool enough. Um, mm-hmm. I went and saw. It. So it came out. So a little bit of backstory too. It came out. I, I took I took more notes this time. Oh nice. Uh, April thirteenth is <laughs> April what I 13th, said. Two thousand seven. Yeah. And so according to that, what I learned on Wikipedia, about three weeks later, Spider Man three came out and then kicked off like a whole summer of movies. Yeah. Um. So I think I just passed. Uh, I wasn't a horror watcher as a teen. So, yeah, and this one falls in in a weird
2: niche, too, though, because it's not like explicitly horror. I think this is a good one to put. uh, So, where this is going to land on the watch list, for those of you listening, uh, this is going to be not weird for you, but it's weird for us because we're recording out of order right now. Um, So, uh, talking to our future selves, we just watched Psycho and talked about it. uh, And that's where this episode is going to fall. Oh, I get it. The the Hitchcock stuff. We're we're doing a double dose of Hitchcock kind of on a back to back weeks. Um, Hitchcock
0: by way of like the mid 2000s.
2: Yeah. I think it's a great juxtaposition because it's like that's what it is is this this weird combination of arguably like one of the best movies ever made that people are critically you know worshiping of and then we have this movie which is like that we'll get into some of the criticism of it but that is sort of the framing by which people try to kind of like poke fun at it but if you take it just for what it is rather than than trying to be a an homage or some kind of uh, studious Hitchcock reimagining
0: legally you have to yeah you you are
2: required to uh (laughs) I, it's just such a fun, easy movie, and Shia LaBeouf at peak Shia mm. LaBeoufness. Wait, okay. Yeah, uh, before
1: the just do. It. <laughs> just, yeah, before when
0: he it was normal. A yeah. Yeah. Before he did the uh, actual the shit out cannibal of FK Shia, Shia
3: LaBeouf. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he get like added all the muscle.
2: Mm-hmm. And well,
1: he's also um, he. Beat the shit out of his out of FKA Twigs like he yeah. Is abusive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah apparently. He's yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's become a bit of a problematic character yeah. lately, uh, which was that's that's something I was interested in because I hadn't been paying attention to anything other than like headlines about him recently. So I was like right. looking at his IMDb page to see what he's working. He's on. got
0: the he's he's got a he's got a couple of misdemeanors in his history. Yeah. Uh, he got arrested by police uh, and called them all pigs <laughs> and racist. Which is, cops. All right, that's fine. You can do that uh, if you want to. But he was it was he was very. I think he was a little intoxicated. racist
1: is he not white
2: no no, he is (laughs) oh yeah he he, was he i think he was speaking on behalf of other people maybe or i don't i I don't want to
0: um like downplay i think it's important to acknowledge that but i he one crushed the his hot ones interview like that man didn't shed a single tear Mm -hmm. i never i never watched him sweat um, like, I watched He's him a eat all of, of it. Steel. And two, there's a video of him freestyling on the Five Fingers of Death. Oh, yeah. Which was kind of impressive, but none of that like it doesn't excuse anything no yeah you, you
2: you don't you don't have free license to be an asshole uh, right just because you can handle your chicken wings. so but he uh yeah this is at this point in his career this is also talking about that summer of movies um transformers the first one would come out literally a couple of months later in july um shia labeouf is just killing it in these like couple of years after so you know like after holes 2003 um he's in that movie and then back-to-back roles in uh, iRobot in 2004 he's in Constantine in 2005 also in 2005 he's in the greatest game ever played he's going back and forth between these like sidekick roles slash like action hero slash like am I a dramatic actor um and it seems like the studio machine is trying to figure out what to do with him um at that moment and then in 2007 we get this movie too where he's doing this thriller suspense movie um that kind of try to use tries to utilize him as you know he's still baby faced at this point yeah and it's it's an interesting yeah. that there's a lot of commentary on that too in contextualizing this as a remake of uh, Rear Window. He's like such a child when you he look is. at him in the movie mm, yeah.
0: you know you're like oh how could anybody like. Uh, this guy is so dweeby. He and was
1: though, but then he was in that movie, and then all the girls I know, like where they were like, he's so hot. Really? Everyone like, no thought he was hot after that. I didn't want to like, like that yeah. reduce
0: him to that, but mm-hmm. I actually did want to pull the like ask like what was because you know like that movie's like is, Sh- is Shia LaBeouf hot? Yeah. In that so movie? say it's two thousand seven, yeah. Disturbia. You're,
2: yeah. I'm, like were like was know, our were our lady 13, friends yeah. all like
0: kind of like. Ooh, it, it's
1: almost kind of like jake gyllenhaal like no one thought i i never thought he was hot and then he did some movie where all the girls i know were just like he's so hot like i don't know it just like some yeah something happens it's weird yeah. what
2: piques people's interest right yeah. and that's funny you say jake gyllenhaal because yeah. that is kind of like one of the uh so there's um this empire article that talks about exactly that like what was going on with Shia LaBeouf at the time and it's it's kind of like he's you know trying to balance doing these action movie roles like Transformers um, this movie I would call like an action movie role almost um, and then like with challenging roles like a, you know a guide to recognizing your saints um, or this idea that he's gonna be uh, he's he's filling uh, the spot that's being vacated by people like Toby McGuire or Elijah Wood um, or Jake Gyllenhaal, who mm-hmm. as they're aging into being you know somewhat more seasoned actors the he's in the next class of guys coming up to kind of be that um, you know that face or that that which Ooh, is dork. super
0: interesting uh, as an addendum to all of the saga of Shia LaBeouf, the movie Honey Boy. Yeah, yeah. It's actually American directed by Honey. Alma. Ameri-
2: right, Honey Boy, or no, American it's Honey. Honey
0: Boy. American Honey is the he's is he is an American Honey, oh. so it's confusing. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> American Honey is the one where they go like door to door selling yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, Honey Boy is the <laughs> one uh, based off of like his life.
2: Yeah, it's like autobiographical. Yeah, and kind of where his dad.
0: His... Well, he plays his dad. Yeah, and. Uh, um. Oh, who's the child actor who's incredible? I forgot he does the voice of Atreus in God of War. This is such okay, a, but uh, they have a child actor who plays young Shia LaBeouf, right? And then Lucas Hedges plays Shia LaBeouf like in the modern time where he goes to rehab mm-hmm. and kind of like tries to process all of his like emotions over his like deadbeat dad mm-hmm. who is kind of like a show mom, um, from the way the movie portrays him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like cigarette chain smoking, like alcoholic uh clown he was actually like a clown mm-hmm. who was like trying to negotiate all his son's contracts like beat it <laughs> into him that was like you have to know your lines and so there's like the movie um honey boy so i'm, I'm literally basing off of what could be a, an entire work of fiction because shia labeouf also wrote it like, yeah he wrote that movie and then alma harrell i don't know how to pronounce her name accurately so excuse me uh directed it um all that is like if you really want to like get some kind of sense of some of that like where some of this stuff might be coming from because I, I do think it's fair to acknowledge there's some trauma there that like that is definitely fueling him it, in, the, in a bad direction
2: and the way it can it, like it sort of speaks to the the beginning of this movie too Yeah. There's a weird way to kind of like where we're at with Shia LaBeouf now and watching the beginning of the movie I was like there's a little bit of wishful thinking yeah. in this like opening sequence and like a weird well, we can talk about it when we start outlining the plot here I, second, I made a but... mental <laughs>
0: note if we're just going to talk about Shia LaBeouf I made a mental note because um, you like you mentioned how like uh, a lot of your friends uh, all said like oh Shiloh was kind of hot but like physically like he's not conventionally like a beefcake Mm -mm. not even as a teenage boy like teenage uh, like the teenage actors we were thinking Mm -hmm. were hot back then were all like you know fairly fairly muscular yeah. mm-hmm. and my one note was that like between this movie and Transformers like Shia <laughs> LaBeouf convinced a whole generation of boys that like all you had to do was be witty right in mm. order to get the girl because that
2: thing is like he actually you know for all of the the I don't know the the criticism that is valid about this movie about you know the character is not really measuring up to I don't know I feel like all the criticism always comes also in, in the like context of comparing it to Rear Window and it's like well it's not fair to like compare this movie to Hitchcock legally (laughs) it's not Hitchcock (laughs) um but yeah it's that that the fact that like he does still kind of carry the movie with his his patter like his performance and his ability to take those like kind of clunky lines but crank them out and make them funny like he actually does all that overly wordy dialogue pretty well and that's something that Shia LaBeouf has think you know ever since even Stevens like that's what he's always been able to do yeah 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 um yeah, the other thing about, so DJ Caruso, the director for this, uh, talking about Shia LaBeouf as an action hero, he's also the one who directed uh, Eagle Eye. Yeah. Um, so that was that oh one. my God. Yeah, in 2008. Did you ever see that one? Mm-mm. That was like a weird era, too. Like, so directly the very next year after this, Shia LaBeouf is in an action movie all about um, surveillance and stuff, where like the surveillance machine has become. It takes like, on like a life of its own, yeah. right? The AI
0: becomes alive and then tries to kill him or something.
2: Yeah, it's a whole thing, and then he has to escape from it for like through the rest of the movie. It was a weird, I don't know, like DJ Caruso also, he directs that. He has like a lot of other action movie credits where he's directing like triple X sequels and like, I don't know, weird stuff where it's like, but this movie, which is why I think this movie for him too is like, it's a really good movie for somebody Mm -hmm. who just makes like straightforward blockbuster action movies. Yeah, yeah, Um, Yeah, It has a lot more heart than you would expect it to. Um but yeah, we can kind of maybe you can like kind of dive into full bore the uh <laughs> the legal uh production framework behind this. So as any bit a lot of people probably know, I think it's in the summary for this movie when you look it up on like Amazon. Um, it's billed as like a reimagining of Alfred Hitchcock's rear window from nineteen fifty four.
0: Which the same plot as loner guy well not low I mean, mm-hmm. I guess not really a loner, but like guy spends isolated his entire person. day just mm-hmm. like observing his neighbors with binoculars yeah
2: the, the the premise is voyeurism is like the idea that yeah. uh in uh, hitchcock's film uh so uh james stewart uh and uh gene kelly or sorry grace kelly um star in uh, the rear window where they uh, a photographer is is uh, basically house because he's broken a leg so he can't get out of his, his new york city apartment um so from his apartment he uses his uh you know telescoping lens and a pair of binoculars to spectate on all the lives of the people around him. Um it's one of Hitchcock's most well revered movies because it's it's sort of like uh it's it's a masterful work of um cinematography and the way that um Hitchcock places all of these various vignettes and sort of dialogueless, soundless storylines uh just through um amazing framing, whether they're explicitly shown in camera or in the background of shots. Um of james stewart you know commenting on them it's just a it, it's a beautiful movie i had it on in the living room when you guys got here it was because i was rewatching it again
0: um which i have not i haven't seen room i haven't though. seen it okay yeah
2: it was just perfectly <laughs> I didn't fine know that, oh. i know yeah that's why i, I but i i, I do did I, I still haven't
0: seen it i was like nah i'm good
2: yeah mm. but there's a, it it's a it's a, it's a pretty movie but it it doesn't it's not necessary homework to watch this movie and i think the whole point <laughs> is that like you know people's criticism is that this obviously can't measure up to that movie, but the tones are wildly different. Uh, That movie is is based on a short story uh, called It Had to Be Murder. um, And, the entire, the the t- uh, intense suspense of that movie is kind of carried through f- throughout it. Um, and Hitchcock is, uh, you know, he's constantly in the trailers and advertisements for that movie from the 50s is is billed as the master of suspense. And uh, he definitely is, um, just like we saw in Psycho, which you should go listen to that episode since it's already been posted as of this mm-hmm. recording. But um, the uh, talking about the production uh, of this movie, you're kind of alluding to the fact that, uh, so the author of the short story that The Rear Window is based on, the short story called It Had to Be Murder, Um, the legal uh entity that owns the rights the copyrights to that short story actually sh- sued steven spielberg and paramount pictures yeah so the first
0: the, first they sued uh steven spielberg paramount picture paramount pictures i have it written down yeah but like paramount
2: them, and dreamworks yeah uh,
0: there was like four different companies in mm-hmm. one lawsuit to to be like you just blatantly ripped off this short story and you didn't have the rights to do that
2: or yeah you basically made the rear window without securing the copyright you know, permission to do that. Um, because there was a remake of The Rear Window that was actually made in the 90s, uh, starring Christopher Reeve. Um, so they had already hit this material. Which is funny. Back then. Because they, this script for this movie was
0: written in the early 90s mm-hmm. and then shelved the moment studio execs found out that Christopher Reeve wanted to do a remake of Rear Window. And they're like, well, certainly so, we can't do this movie now. <laughs> so, like, in a way, execs thought, like, oh, this movie is just Rear Window and it's already being done somewhere else. Yeah. So they're like...
2: They thought it was similar enough. But right. then, it, yeah, it does get optioned, uh, later, uh, and it the lawsuit fell apart yeah they did not win Mm -hmm. and so
0: that was kind of like that end of it um and then i think later on the the same trust uh filed a lawsuit against universal studios and the hitchcock estate in 2010 so this is like three years later saying they breached a contract um because they like i think it was the hitchcock estate had the rights to it and so they were trying to say like well you you license the rights without like our consent mm-hmm. in a way that was violating of our contract. Yeah,
2: um, which but- is. All in all, which is silly, like uh, it does get dropped because the the legal argument was that the tone of this movie and like the subplots and the complexity of the, al- you know, alternate plots are enough to differentiate it and make it not a whole, like a wholesale remake of right. you know. a,
0: a judge in a court, yeah. like maybe sat down and watched both of them yeah. <laughs> for his own edification, but was Which like... is a
2: great double feature. Right. I just did it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. I don't
0: know which, I don't know which one I'd put first though. Like, I feel like I'd do Disturbia and then Rear Window so I could like... Get to see where this, where we ended and where it started. Yeah, it, kind of. it is a more romantic way to do I it. I also feel like, I mean, Disturbia has a lot of like gross, like male gaze ogling. Yeah, I, like, it's a 2007. I felt a little slippery. Uh, my, I was like, eh, I, don't, yeah, I don't know about it, this. It's
2: definitely more, uh, leans into the voyeurism a lot more. And, but I don't know if like acknowledge. I haven't seen it. Rear
0: Window, so I can't speak to that one either. There
2: is a lot of voyeurism in Rear Window too, but it was also the 50s and it's James Stewart doing his like amazing. He's like the American Sean Connery. Like right, the way well, he talks.
0: Then here's the larger question is like, is that like inherent to voyeurism? Like we feel weird. We're watching someone watch someone else without their consent. Mm hmm.
2: But they they acknowledge it in the film too, and like because yeah. there are other characters, like the Grace Kelly character comes in, or uh, the nurse who's taking care of the James Stewart character in the yeah. window, and she's like, "Look at you!" Like you know, it's a uh, the first joke she makes is that it's a uh, she says it's like a t- it's a ten day stint in jail for a peeping tom in New York City or something, yeah. uh, And he's like, oh, "I'm just looking at them. I'm just checking all my neighbors out here," uh, right? He's, he's literally the American Sean Connery. That's my that's the best I can do. <laughs> with my James Stewart impression, uh, yeah. But it is, and I think you know. It, it's funny that you bring that up because I, I think that the original kind of acknowledges that voyeurism a little bit more than this movie does. Yeah. Uh, Ashley calls him out on it. Uh, and I guess we'll get into the plot here in just a second. Um, it's but like it a is, deep betrayal. She yeah. Find, she
0: finds out that he
2: was like watching her the whole time. It, it should be, right? Like it's justified. Right. Yeah. But was she surprised? Yeah that's kind of the other thing is like she didn't he, think he
1: would like, right. look over at her occasionally yeah. if he's watching the other
2: guy also just the setup of all these houses and stuff too it's yeah. like they can all see everything that they're all doing at, yeah. at the same time which and is like my... close your yeah. blinds yes. <laughs> seriously also
1: yeah
0: her room is like surrounded yeah. by windows it's not even a room it's more like a balcony it's In, like a sun room.
1: there's like yeah. a part yeah. where she has her blinds open and then after she's hung out with him then she closes them mm-hmm. do you remember yeah. that yeah so it's like, like she, she kind of
0: Yeah, she had to know. Also, that she finds out or like visits them because she like catches a glimpse of them watching her.
1: You never really know though if that.
2: But if that was the she, uh, how would she, know she says I got locked, locked out yeah. and that's why she comes over but I think we're getting into it so let's go ahead and start yeah. getting into the plot of this movie um, so we'll just kind of gloss through it real quick um, I do want to talk about though the opening sequence with his dad so this is the one where I said like re-watching this again a movie from 2007 after experiencing the past 15 years of Shia LaBeouf and then like you know having Honey Boy you, this opening scene hits so much weirder and yeah. harder um, he's fishing out there uh, he's doing some country fishing with his dad at some lake they're doing some waiting and stuff and this whole thing is like improvised i guess between him and the actor that plays his father um and it's it's pretty sweet it's so bright and like the 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 green screening the you you can see the rotoscoping of them the the scenic background and stuff um but then they quickly on the way home they get into the most visceral car crash that i've ever seen on screen i think i don't know this is like above penguin and the batman or like that one from midnight mass like it's a it's a rough car crash because they, they... It's it's like in my head. Yeah. That was
0: one of the things from the movie as a teenager when I watched it. Like, I I don't think I'd gotten my license yet or mm-hmm. something, but it, it instilled a fear in me of, like, of looking away. And in movies, like, when I watch movies and TV shows now, you know, characters will, like, look at each other while driving just have a full conversation yeah that always gives me so much anxiety this (laughs) movie is the reason I got that anxiety because I'm like you're gonna pull a like it's gonna happen it's gonna be a disturbia all over again and you're Mm -hmm. you're gonna like crash and die
2: because Mm -hmm. it's like it's like a triple whammy like they like set it up by somebody like passing them really abruptly on the highway and he's like oh fuck that guy and then like Immediately they, they don't see like a turn or the car pulls away, so they hit a parked car and like flip their car. And then he's like, Oh shit, like everything's going wrong, and he's like checking on his dad, and then they get hit again by a different yeah. car. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh man, it's the the one, two, three punch that just like kicks it, it off. It,
0: <laughs> because it starts so brightly too, this and it's not like anyone's like fault, right? It's not like a drunk driving thing or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it just happens. Mm-hmm. It's just a car accident. We're like yeah. car accidents really are like real car accidents are actually kind of like that yeah They're like and, out of nowhere and we'll fuck your day up seriously
2: and one criticism that i like was reading of this movie is that that is the most jarring and like visceral moment of yeah. the entire movie <laughs> the scariest part of the movie is the very beginning it's like that, five minutes in yeah it sets up it's supposed to set up you know our emotional relationship with this character like right up top and arguably the rest of the movie can't like stand up to that with its like suspense or even the violence and stuff yeah um yeah, it's intense. And then he immediately... Uh, we cut to like him uh, a few months later, I guess. He's in school. Uh, <laughs> how did this Spanish class scene hit you? It was... I
0: don't know. Uh as, like, teaching Spanish yeah, made curious. perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, that, that is very common. Pisaz. <laughs> or kisas. Yeah. He's trying to say
2: kissas, but, yeah, kissas, kissas, perhaps. Kisas. Uh, I
0: will go to Hawaii. Actually, it was, all the Spanish was translated properly. Yeah, I know. It was I, accurate. Like, <laughs> I, actually, I was listening to him say, like, all these sentences. Uh-huh. He's, like, just messing up the word kissas. Yeah. Like, making it sound like he's shitty at Spanish. I'm like, this guy can put a full, like, p- conversation together. Like. He's actually doing pretty great in Spanish class. It's not, it's not like no reason for him to be a jerk about it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, he starts off, he goes into this, uh, the Spanish class where like, and then the, the Spanish teacher like triggers him by like asking him, you know, saying something about his dad. And so he decks his Spanish teacher in the show. So
0: Shia LaBeouf's like super flippant in his Spanish class. Mm -hmm. Uh, and his teacher's like, Your dad wouldn't be very proud of you and Child just twists off and like what did he say? He pops his pro I pop a Spanish yeah. teacher. Popped his Spanish teacher. Yeah
2: um because he does he, he decks him in the Shaws and it's it's kind of <laughs> funny i don't know it works out so he he goes and gets sentenced to house arrest and so he that's smacks inciting. him in the honker i don't yeah. i'm just thinking <laughs> of weird sentences weird euphemisms for punching somebody Punches in the face. someone in the face yeah, he popped him that's what he says later um yeah he gets sentenced to three months of house arrest uh because the judge takes his you know t- into account the fact that his dad has recently passed away right and uh that's the inciting incident of why shia labeouf is trapped in the house um, for the rest of the movie, he gets an ankle bracelet uh, that goes off whenever he goes more than a hundred feet away from his house. Um, right at the top, we also get surprise Viola Davis, which is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. 2007 Viola Davis playing right, right off the bat like no nonsense cop, like she does. In yeah. So <laughs> stuff. Such a classic Viola role. She's so. I mean, because yeah, she's the best person for it. Like it's. I don't know. She so kills. Her
0: eyes a- just like don't take any bullshit from anyone. Yeah.
2: She has a great face for authority. You're just yeah. Like, All right. I don't want to mess with this lady. Uh, and then, uh, we get Carrie Ann Moss too at the beginning. So this is Carrie Ann Moss, uh, a few years after the last, uh, Matrix movie. Um, she had actually, I guess also had a child of her own, like just a year before this movie came out or within a year of this movie coming out. What do you yeah? What do you think of her as a mom? Like that was a really like it's yeah. Or no, I mean as, as, figure, as a movie I think mom. she's a great yeah. mom. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> I'm sure Carrie Ann Moss herself is a fantastic mom. Um, yeah, in this movie, I was like, I forgot. I it literally took me a minute to to process the fact that she was the mom for the rest of this movie. Um, they write her play out.
0: Play. What what do they? Why? What's the reason she's like never home at night?
1: She's like a realtor or
0: something. Yeah, she has. Been she's eating. a realtor. Is she doing like two jobs or something?
2: I don't know. She's a single mom now. Yeah, because you yeah, know she's recently oh, widowed. My gosh um yeah i forget what means yeah she's going to like vague work stuff throughout the, the movie yeah because
0: there's like a whole bit where he gets the ankle monitor this is my other note is like this is actually pretty accurate the justice system uh is that like it's going to cost them like a certain amount of money per day and the they're both like fee. whoa that is so <laughs> much money it and is. that
2: it's like 12 bucks a day which yeah that's, which that's...
0: is for 90 days so that's uh wow
2: it's a lot of yeah dollars. Uh, what
0: would that be yeah like 10 1080. 10,080? 1, 1,080. 1080? It yeah. would be like 10 times that now, though. Yeah. There's no well, way. adjusted for inflation. Yeah. yeah.
2: It'd be like twice as much.
1: Probably. Yeah, I've never seen one of those. Well, I guess I, because people who are wearing them can't go <laughs> out. Yeah, they can't go <laughs> out. <laughs> I've never
0: but... seen one And of they versus. wouldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but... you've, ne- you've never gone out to a bar and you guys have been like, check this out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I live within 100 feet of this bar. Of
0: this bar. Hey. I live in the bar. Yeah. yeah.
2: I've yeah. never seen an ankle monitor in real life either. I but uh, but
0: they they were like saying it's a big financial burden for the family. Like yeah. Carrie Ann Moss is like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah that would make sense too. Yeah, it's, well, their house is like also huge though. Like, yeah, it's very nice. It's, it's still we're still in that mid mid two thousands. Like I guess. And his court. dad's a writer. Yeah, or was his dad a writer. Was a writer. Excuse yeah, me. Writer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but they do live in like the biggest house ever. Yeah. Right next in, the, in a yeah. neighborhood of houses that are equally like this is it's filmed in Pasadena and it's set in the newspapers say it's in like Springhead or something. Yeah. Uh, they
0: make up a city. But this was like my question is like where geographically is it? Because, okay, so Shia LaBeouf says I popped my teacher, which made me think it was like Midwestern. Like mm-hmm. I was like, what if they're going for like a suburban Wisconsin thing? Which right. I could see. I get it.
2: Yeah. And there's that weird I think I saw that in a note that you sent me to where the the main cop who's uh who is like the cousin of the Spanish teacher oh, who is sort of like thick Midwestern. He, but it kind of comes out of nowhere like later yeah. on. It it first happens whenever it's like almost at the climax of the movie and he's like getting a hamburger. He's like, Yeah, no, I'll go take care of it. And uh, it's like yeah. it's like so random. Like, yeah. what the fuck? What did he turn Midwestern? Yeah, he's like the girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was it. That was yeah. definitely <laughs> it. <laughs> that was the that was the one line where it popped out. Well the girl else...
1: when she moves in, she says, We're from the city. did yeah. she say where they were they didn't say
2: what city specifically? Did so
0: they? I did notice that I think, well, one, the overarching theme is this movie has a lot of like tiny plot things. It's like if you look at the credits, it's like, look at all these little things that are wrong mm-hmm. in between takes. I'm like, OK, someone clearly didn't have a script supervisor. Right. But uh, like the California flag is in the courtroom when he's getting sentenced. Oh, yeah. It's folded. It's folded. So you actually can't tell what it is, but you can kind of see the bear on it. <laughs> and so my head, I was like, OK, I'm. In, it makes more sense to me. that it's California. Yeah um especially when she says like i'm from the city because i'm like okay maybe they move from like la to yeah, suburb, like yeah. a tiny burb
2: way outside like two hours outside of la or and something. i think structurally like it's frisco to... to our dallas yeah mm. it's supposed to be like an Sorry, every frisco. like an every <laughs> suburb you know it's just the suburban uh, i mean that's, that's right. the title is it's suburb disturbed suburbia yeah know, disturbia um so there's no like
0: one geographical yeah. location but they're a little fast and loose with their accents on it this is, one
2: it, i don't know <laughs> i think they all have pretty like non-regional accents except for that one cop who was just like he Randomly slips into a like straight.
0: and the the antagonist is from Texas.
2: Yeah, David Morse. Yeah. Oh well, the 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 character. Yeah, that's right. So they they say he lived in Austin before this. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that they're not in Texas. Which
0: is like, oh sure, serial killers come from Texas. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, yeah, I would believe. Well, they mostly come from Wisconsin. I feel like. Yeah, that's what I was saying. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So like the uh the events of him trying to figure out how to deal with his incarceration started ensuing right where he's like. First off, he's having a great time playing Xbox and, like we said, downloading After Man tunes. Uh, off that kid
0: was definitely, okay, I'm just going to name it. That kid was definitely jerking off for, like, hours on end. There was, I'm they, sorry, they, they fake it
2: out for a second yeah. where he's, like, he's, like, oh, yeah, uh, And then they it and it. he's, like, scratching his leg, which is, like, under the ankle monitor because it's, like, itchy. So juvenile. Um, but yeah. if you
0: left a 13-year-old boy alone in a house with, like, unlimited internet and cable for, like, days on end, like... Oh yeah, what no, the heck he else that? a lot that of child crusty bed Yeah, bed sheets. Oh yeah. God, oh I'm God. sure if you,
2: yeah, if you pull through a sock drawer, you could smash those things with a hammer. Um, Me? Yeah, he, <laughs> I'm sorry. <you> know, uh, <laughs> it is, it is a very broy like that sequence, especially where the he's whole like, movie though is yeah. like
0: kind of for teenage boys by teenage boys. Yeah, am I did am I wrong? Did you get that vibe or?
1: Yeah, well, not necessarily boys, but just like teenagers in general. Okay. I feel like the reason they didn't have all of. That in there was because they wanted it. To be for like everyone, maybe.
2: Yeah. yeah I keep artists. it a
1: little PG-13. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, it is PG. It's PG-13, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was
2: gonna be R yeah. for a second, but then they appealed it and they, they pulled got back, pull back. They were like,
0: "Shia can't actually do it. He's still <laughs> underage." Yeah. Oh yeah. right. Yeah. They but
1: have, I mean, they kind of hint at it. He's watching the porn like yeah. on TV, and then yeah. well, and obviously then, watching like the girl in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's <laughs> like an ad
0: for like Sports
2: Illustrated or something, right? Mm-hmm. And they're
0: like, and then the best part, the swimsuits.
2: And the Aaron, U character character too that comes in his buddy ronnie who when he shows yeah. up is kind of compounds like you know the teenage boy ishness right who's like
0: an mm-hmm. uh,
2: overt pervert oh yeah no definitely he's like he calls him on the phone and he's in hawaii like just like ogling girls and stuff throughout the entire movie and he's the one who is like yeah, it gets the which of is its like, time the creepiness definitely comes out the most whenever yeah. he's like looking at the binoculars and looking like at the But at the time it was
0: charisma. They're like, This guy's just goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: there's like a name for that character, right? Like the comedic or the yeah, he's the is, village idiot. Yeah, he's the comedic yeah. There's like a name for that type of character. Mm. There's always that character mm-hmm. in the movie.
0: Like the horny idiot guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially
1: in those movies. Like And yeah. like grind and like those movies that came out like two thousand seven. Transformers always... had the same thing. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf
0: literally had a horny best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always like a he abandons for a woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they gotta have like the funny guy in there,
2: right? So like, yeah, and that's what he—that's the function he performs. Aaron you has a lot of those, actually. Like he shows up. Um, in like Nick and Nora's infinite playlist yeah. and he's in the Friday, the 13th remake and, uh, that comes out in 21, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. poker mm-hmm. movie.
1: He's in that movie. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: snap. He's I forgot about that. Of, I
1: think he's the funny guy in that movie too. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's kind of like the refrain, like the typecast that he gets, you know, put into during, especially during this era, which is, it's funny cause he's like seven years older than the other actors in this movie. Oh wow. Yeah, like, like when they made Disturbia? Mm-hmm. He's like 27 in, in this movie playing, you know, like a teenager. He's playing and, like a th-
0: 15 or, seven, he or really seventeen? Old, yeah, like, he yeah. looks really young. Yeah, yeah,
2: he, 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 he aged really how, well. well.
0: How old was Charlotte Buff? He's I about 20.
2: This? Oh my god, that kid looked like he was 13. Yeah, exactly, right? Wait, he, he stayed seriously? looking really young for forever. Oh my god, Yeah, cuz this uh, this was you know filming in 2005, 2006 yeah. and then he was he was... Sunday scaries um oh, so yeah wow. he's, he's young and then, that makes way more sense to me, yeah. yeah and then um sarah Romer like the uh, actor who plays uh ashley is like just like a year or two older than him too yeah um yeah they set up so they start hanging out he makes his twinkie tower uh yeah the twinkie tower was i don't know it was the highlight of the movie for me that was the one that he apparently got inspired by somebody he was talking to who was under house arrest for a while and they were like yeah one time i glued a bunch of twinkies together made a we had a Twinkie Tower. I'm sure
0: that guy watched the movie. And was like, I taught Shia LaBeouf that. <laughs> and that was
2: his contribution that to was the, me. <laughs> cinema. Yeah, exactly. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Twinkie Tower. <laughs> um, so yeah, he for initially he's having a good time, uh, but then his uh, his mom cuts cuts him off from all of his iTunes and his video games and stuff, and asks him to clean up his disgusting room. Um, they leaned into the disgusting. It's so gross. It's nasty. Like later on when Ashley shows up and she's like, she's like, it's kind of a mess in here. And I was like, yeah, it's filthy. Like (laughs) It's terrible. Um, he gets pranked by the local neighborhood kids with a, a bag of poop on his doorstep, uh, which was I think
0: Steven Spielberg's idea. Yeah,
2: the executive Steven Spielberg was the executive producer on this film, which is why he had to face that lawsuit or whatever. And he came up with a bunch of other random nuggets to plug into this movie. Yeah, like the little, little kids on the big wheel. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. When he steps on that that, that sequence, look. So there's that scene where the little kids they put a burning bag of poop on his doorstep, and so he goes out to stomp it out, and he's like wearing socks. That, yeah, what an idiot! Uh, I was, was, that was like one of the most disturbing elements of the entire movie. I swear, for the rest of the movie, I felt like he had poop socks. It makes yeah. the <laughs> poop socks. Also, the name uh, of a great band. Yeah, that was my one. Like, I did whenever I was outlining that one. I was just like poop socks. Poop socks. Oh my god. We are
0: poop socks. Yeah. yeah. But
2: him chasing the kids away from the house is what uh, sort of sets off his first. Uh, um, infringement of the the it like creates a rule Mm -hmm. that's kind of
0: a good use of that filler
2: yeah it sets up the uh the the why everything has to take place within this certain thing he creates the physical boundary around the house using garden gnomes except like my favorite
0: okay i'm sorry guys but my favorite thing about all these people leave like all these notes about what's wrong with the movie Mm -hmm. and they were like technically this is my impression of people who make notes on imdb (laughs) well technically (laughs) Uh, the radius around his house would be in a circle, and he made a square. (laughs) So I was like, like, he actually did it. He could have had more space Mm -hmm. if he had done like, I don't know, uh, whatever you use to measure circles. (laughs) That's a, so dumb, a compass though. yeah a yeah. compass if at he the end of compass. the day
1: he can't leave his lawn so right it doesn't matter but it was like the number one score. comment
0: people kept leaving it was like technically it's a circle I'm like, oh my god you
2: guys a Circle's
1: harder to make though How yeah make that
2: yeah yeah he uses the, like, the hockey sticks and a lawn gnome to create like a, a rope barrier around his house um which they luckily they also have like really high hedges and stuff too like, yeah. it's a perfect house to be under house arrest in um And then he starts going insane by using binoculars to spy on everybody around his house. And that's the other homage to Rear Window, where... um yeah, he kind of sets up the idea of, of all these different stories that are happening around him and and various subplots. Um, they don't really get into very many of them that deeply, uh, except for the one with uh, Mr. Turner, who is his next door neighbor, who initially seems pretty innocuous, but in the background of the movie, I don't know. Can like, we you, talk about yeah. the fact
1: that when he was like watching him, he's like, "Oh, that's Mr. Turner. He mows his lawn twice a day." And he yeah, didn't <laughs> think he was a serial killer. <laughs> who fucking, the fuck mows his lawn guy's twice a day? Obviously
2: psycho. <laughs> yeah, and like, then we get the first like fake out whenever he he's like. Sp- spying through the fence yeah. and he like gets down and he's like i see you over there and he talks to a rabbit like that yeah you, oh. and he probably killed that fucking rabbit too. yeah definitely like, killed the psycho. rabbit psycho <laughs> um yeah that's it th- these are all references to to the the rear window where there's there's various characters who kind of do the same thing the main suspected killer in the rear window also does like gardening and stuff and um the trapped character is constantly scratching his cast where his leg is broken and it's it's all little little tiny uh references um but eventually, his, his buddy shows up, and in the background of the movie, uh, we've been hearing news reports and seeing it of uh, somebody, people being recently kidnapped and murdered uh, in Texas and stuff, and they kind of bring it up casually. Um, and then this is when Shia LaBeouf starts to suspect that his neighbor, Mr. Turner, uh, played by David Morse, may be the killer because he sees him pull up in his blue Mustang, which was referenced on the news, and it has a dent in it. Uh, and then they start spectating on that, um, that date that he's having, right. with the redhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. That's so great That whole sequence is like, yeah, it was yeah. unsettling. What's more unsettling? Was more unsettling watching them in that scene or when he's first spying on Ashley? Because I feel like they're equally. I this. Uh, yeah. So it goes back to the question <laughs> of.
0: Well, that's a really good question of like, uh, a voyeurism is like yeah. how bad is bad in yeah. voyeur? How deep down the voyeurist rabbit hole is it really bad? Which one's mm-hmm. worse? Although I. Uh, I I don't even know how to begin to like think about this. Cause like when he's watching Ashley, she's just kind of swimming in a pool mm-hmm. and yeah, he's ogling her, but like she kind of like, it's not, it's not like he's seeing anything more intimate than she's already publicly displaying. Not that mm-hmm. she, not that that's public, but they like, mm-hmm. she, it's not like she's tanning topless and she doesn't want anyone to know. And he's like watching her, mm-hmm. but them having a date, Like they there's like bits where they're like joking, like, oh, they're going to get
2: weird because they like start. Kissing on each other's necks. And, and they, they started dancing and they start they try they try to figure out what song they might dance yeah, to. And so so yeah, they and they're yeah, and they're also like
0: making it. fun of this guy. Before if you remove the serial killer part, this is a cruel teenager, like insulting his like older neighbor who's just trying to get back into the dating game. Yeah,
2: the element mm-hmm. for me is that they're filming it too. Yeah. I mean, I was like, the other thing is like they're making Deeply you know, uncomfortable. Yeah. Commentary. It, yeah. So yeah.
0: like in one in one way, he's observing a very personal and intimate moment of his neighbor, Mr. Turner, like on a date which could go like sexual, like he Mm -hmm. could watch his neighbor have sex and that's definitely not okay. Yeah, That's and and filming it, which is definitely illegal. That's illegal. (laughs) Like you cannot, it's in California for sure. Like film someone without their consent. Um, but back in the, I mean, back in 2007, we didn't think we'd have like accessible cameras on phones. So there weren't as many laws about like illegally filming someone without consent. Yeah. Unless it was paparazzi. Yeah. Um, this is, that is i just like did a whole bunch of moral math sorry yeah everyone. i know that's what i know
2: i, I feel like
1: not i really even thought about it like, what do, i mean like, <laughs> like what do you
0: think like do you think one is
2: worse than the other or
1: i think if you suspect your neighbor's a serial killer you do what you gotta do and yeah i don't know like
2: it just has to pay off in the end
1: i don't blame it like he's bored out of his mind you know yeah he's just watching and that's kind of
0: the tension mm-hmm. of the movie is because it goes back and forth like maybe mm-hmm. he's a serial killer maybe he's not and Obviously, they're trying to sell us this movie, so we like we ha- he has to be a serial killer, otherwise it's been a really lame movie. That was yeah. the
2: other, yeah, the other like I said, pretty kind of valid criticism. It's like is, a not
0: tension. Yeah, is tension. David
2: Morse, like his performance as Mr. Turner, the neighbor, right? So David Morse from uh, I I know him best from The Green Mile. That yeah. was like the big one that I re- remembered him being in. But he's also in like Hurt Locker. Um, he's been around for a while. He's a yeah. you know, pretty seasoned actor by this point. Um, but they one criticism is that you know he. <laughs> we never really don't suspect him of being the killer. Like, right off the bat, you know, so we have that scene where it's, like, kind of a fake-out, right? Where they're watching him on this date with this redhead, and then, like, Ashley leaves, and uh, his buddy Ronnie leaves, and then only... Kale uh, Yeah, it's Kale like the sees. first
0: four or five times Kale begins to suspect his neighbor, mm-hmm. he's alone. Like, Kale's alone. Yeah, and so, so. it's like, is,
2: is it just him seeing this? Um, but yeah, then there's like the whole sequence where she's like running through the house, and like he sees this lady running through the house, um, and uh, it appears that, you know, he chased her down and murdered her, but then she like seems to leave in her car yeah. or whatever, and so he's like, oh, well maybe it was like it was all fake or something. Right. But um,
0: we came here to watch a movie about a serial killer, like exactly. a neighbor serial killer. But
2: the very next scene after that is in the morning, whenever he like just randomly shows up in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the most like, yeah, there's a couple of se- of, t- of high tension moments in this movie where I was like, all right, good. This is a fun, like the tension in that scene yeah. is like really intense, but also you're like this guy's definitely the killer. Like he's yeah. just so fucking menacing. Yeah. And like, well, evil. there right
1: before that he was just popped up in the camera when he was looking, yeah. At and then right after that he pops up in the kitchen.
2: Oh, so. Yeah. yeah. So
0: we don't know if like if uh, his neighbors knows that he saw him or yeah. not, mm-hmm. and then he shows up in the kitchen the next day, and you're yeah. yeah. like, oh god, he knows. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. that's that's like the only like real mystery that's like left there. We're like. I'm pretty sure this guy's the killer, but it's like, does he know that we know he's the killer? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's like the real tension that starts to unfold. Um, cause yeah, he shows up in the kitchen and he's got like, I don't know. I love the design for David Morse's character in this too, cause he's like, his hair is like longer, but it's like he's ball, he's a you know, very receding hairline, but it's like slicked back and kind yeah. of long. And he wears that one silver earring. Yeah. Uh, on one side, he yeah. looks like a hip dude. Like you could tell, like you said, I think he's getting back in the scene. I he's think getting he out like, there. I
0: think that that guy was like a man in his mid to late forties like trying to get back out there yeah. in the world and just trying to be cool yeah and if he wasn't dates. a serial
2: killer hey maybe a cool hang maybe a cool dude or whatever but no way that guy's milk toast as hell yeah. i'm sure he's boring i don't know he seemed like he had cool hobbies yeah mowing his
0: lawn twice a day yeah
2: and murdering people i guess yeah but uh yeah he shows up and is immediately like mackinac Carrie Ann moss and i was like she seems to be getting over the death of her husband pretty quickly yeah uh and yeah child who knows
0: love. maybe she just needed some maybe she just needed the attention
2: yeah that's i mean fair. her Everybody son
0: is at the house 24 7 and he yeah. doesn't acknowledge Imagine her
2: presence living with a young teenage boy yeah at that time. she
0: just needs someone to give her a little love and respect
2: yeah and dave morse is definitely willing to do that they uh So that whole sequence happens, um, and then they start kind of putting together their Scooby-Doo plot to sort of investigate him, I guess, right? (laughs) It is very –
0: because they're literally
2: teenagers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're getting together, and they want to go, like, break into his house, basically, and see if they can find, like, evidence of the murder they think he committed. Yeah. Uh, So they, like, break into his car initially and, like, try to, like, take his, like, I guess garage door opener. Um, Is that when the sequence happens where, like – Ashley's tracking him through yeah, the store. They do the shovel shopping. The shovel shopping, <laughs> yeah, which is not suspicious at Keeping all. Keeping on theme. Yeah,
0: let's split up, gang. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> They're simultaneously tracking him to make sure he's not coming home, but then trying to break into his house with the whole trio. Of Wait, okay, but this is
0: like one of the best parts. So the movie is very definitely ensconced in the mid 2000s, right? Like Xbox, like all those stuff but she's taking photos of him on her flip phone Mm -hmm. and Shia LaBeouf downloads them off his email. So they're like, three fo- three photos in succession
2: of this mm-hmm. man just shovel shopping and yeah. he's like oh yeah she's getting me the hot surveillance yeah. <laughs> I feel like a simple like the maintaining contact on the walkie-talkie would be yeah, enough I like, don't know why they had to take trust pictures her. Yeah. also why take three
0: photos the guy's just shopping for shovels yeah
2: which that's, which honestly is maybe what like piques his fucking curiosity or like sets him off right. and like she traps him the other most unsettling scene in the movie is her him trapping her in her own car that's when it
0: tips and you're like alright this guy's gross
2: yeah it, like, he definitely crosses the line like yeah. he's not
0: just like a polite serial killer <laughs> he's gross
1: yeah um,
2: oh. but it's weird she says polite serial killer. yeah well he's like the
0: neighbor next door yeah. you're like county neighbor like if flanders turned out to be a murderer or something
1: yeah like she's pretty much like threatened at that point
2: yeah so. but she handles it pretty well for how creepy he is in that car like it's weird how afterwards she describes it as like he trapped me in my car but in a nice way. That's harassment. Yeah. Just yeah. to be clear, I'm
0: pretty sure that's sexual yeah. harassment.
2: I was like this whole he thing He talks happens. about
0: like stop following me. Is this your way of coming on to me? You're yeah. going to give me like you know, you're the... going to give me ideas basically is kind of yeah. what he implies.
2: I think there's like a different like there's like a different train that like that element of the script w- was yeah. going to go in it seems like where it's like he is much more explicitly like predatory yeah um because there is like a shade of it but it's only really happens in that car scene and yeah. every all the other times he's just macking on carry on moss yeah uh which is fine And but being an
0: absolute gentleman
2: yeah yeah he seems perfectly fine on all the other scenes because um, yeah when they cut back to the the house she, like Ashley seems to be like totally okay with it she's like yeah maybe we should just stop bugging this guy because he just wants his privacy and you're like he kind of just trapped you in your car and like almost assaulted you in a weird way he, he yeah. like
0: what is it like grace's, does he graze her thigh or something he like gently he touched bru- her
1: hair yeah, yeah Ugh,
0: which is uh,
2: don't, yeah, don't put your okay. hands anywhere near me like it's a I don't not know okay. that's also when we get the closest up shots of his like doughy face and he yeah. just seems like he's about to burst with like I don't know something yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, they get back to the house and stuff and like, uh, then we go through the whole sequence of the, like Ashley and, uh, Kale dealing with all their issues. Like they're, they're so really there's a whole other
0: plot yeah. where like, uh, Shia LaBeouf is in love with his his next new next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. She moves in at the beginning of the movie. So he finally has something interesting to watch. So he spends like half the movie, like ogling her through his binoculars, mm-hmm. just like watching her, watching her change watching her bathe, mm-hmm. watching her like swim mm-hmm. and then telling it to his best friend and then inviting him over so they can both watch her do mm-hmm. all and these things together uh, on mm-hmm. schedule. He like has her schedule figured That's out. That's right. I forget about sits that. sits in it. Like he has an alarm on his phone. He's like, ah, For when she time does, to go like, get up and watch so, her. Yeah, yeah, watch her do her yoga. <sighs> and he's like sitting in a chair with eating popcorn watching her
2: yeah there's a there's a 2007 sensibility there that it plays a lot funnier back then that it kind of it doesn't really hold up as well
0: and i have to think like part of it is maybe one shia labeouf is like kind of dweeby so Mm -hmm. he's not uh like physically he's not uh intimidating so you're Mm kind of like this is like a nerd in like the eighties kind of thing. Yeah. There's like, like an American pie. Like, yeah, it's got a Porky's aspect. kind of feel yeah. to it. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Where yeah. they're like he's like spying in the girl's locker yeah. room and you're like, ah, those silly boys. Yeah. You're like that's definitely not okay.
2: Yeah. They definitely like for the, luckily for this movie, she joins the crew pretty quickly. Yeah. And like, so at that point, you know, it's more, she's about a very the,
0: confident teenage girl. Yeah, yeah, it's so more about she's the like, through, point between I them. figured it out that you're spying on me, but whatever. Mm hmm. She, like, barges into his house because yeah. she's like, I got locked down. She's mm. like,
1: he murdered all these women and took their body parts and preserved them. And then she's like, let's get pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, what do you think of, like, so that's
2: the other thing is, like, what do you think? Sarah Roman, I we kind of haven't talked about it, but I think that's kind of the problem is, like, she's not really given a whole lot to do in this movie other than be the cute, like, you know, romantic interest for the main character yeah. uh but just like i don't know the character plays as having a lot of independence and like there's sort of so much she has a
0: vibrant backstory yeah. she has they make jokes about it too yeah. she's like we moved here because my mom wanted my dad to like stop going to the office so much yeah, yeah. and then they both kind of know like he's being like unfaithful to his wife yeah and like shia labeouf's like welcome to the suburbs yeah Greatest, free best entertainment you get for free it'll help you keep you from cheating on your wife and they're both like that's true
1: Mm. yeah that is weird
0: it's so weird but also
1: at that age guys and girls don't know how to have serious conversations yeah especially about that
0: but like she's going through some stuff man she's like sitting on her family's rooftop just reading a book yeah
2: that very very like uh like virgin suicides sort of uh Um, uh, kind of yeah i see it but the whole neighborhood is cheating on each other too. He's got the people across the street that are also having an affair and like well, that's the larger theme of the yeah. movie,
0: right is like how well do you know your neighbor? It's
2: yeah and it, that's I think the biggest stuff that they pull from yeah Rear window where it's like everybody is is sort of having these scandalous things happen in their life and then one of them is a murder.
0: So uh, and it, it's kind of interesting to me because uh, I actually I grew up not far from where we record <laughs> uh, um, right so I part. yeah, I'm like a suburb kid I, I grew up a suburb kid. Um, I did a lot of like walking to the stores and like in, in the summertime, you just don't go out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually walked to the blockbuster at the plaza over there and oh, yeah. rented Disturbia when I, <laughs> when I saw it. So I was a big suburbs kid and, uh, yeah, I had no idea who my neighbors were. Like as a kid yeah. growing up, like I just didn't care. Uh, and there weren't any other kids my age, like in, in, in the neighborhood. So I was just me. Um, I was laughing cause I kind of was like, yeah, I get it. This kid alone would just be like super bored. Just like screw it. I'll just watch everyone. But uh, the theme, like the suburbs, everyone moves there to like – be a little more isolated. Get away from the city. Be more like, private. Yeah. It's, so everything can be more private. And then it, you realize that, like, they want that privacy because they might be serial killers. They might be philanderers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that, like, indemnification of the suburbs as, like, a place people go to hide their secrets. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Everyone assumes it's where you go to raise a family. Yeah. And it, it turns killer. out they're all, like, <laughs>
0: psychos and freaks and stuff.
2: Yeah. And it's a really interesting twist on, like, like I said... Without relying too much on keep continuing to talk about like the source material for this, but like the whole premise of Rear Window is that they live in a city, in a city. And he's from his apartment window because there's like a heat wave going on nobody's closing their blinds so he has a, he's in a unique position to peek into everybody's life right whereas like in this movie the the conceit that we're supposed to kind of like follow is that just because of the unique geographical location of his house and it's i don't know art design it's a
0: two-story like maybe four but be- four or five bedroom yeah two or three bath and he just
2: has a window with a perfect view into each neighbor's like life yeah from the, every point in his house in a weird way, which is kind of maybe one of the less believable elements of it. But I don't know, depending on what what type of... I don't
0: know. Were you we all Burbs kids? Yeah,
2: I was. Yeah. I mean, kind of. But to that point, like, I... Like, yeah, I didn't know any very much about my neighbors except for the ones I was friends with and I would walk over to their house. Right. People had kids and stuff, but...
0: Which, that's so interesting to me. I, yeah. They, they always talk about, like, the golden age of the suburbs when, like, kids can walk around the neighborhood. They're like, remember when our kids could walk around the neighborhood and mm-hmm. we just, like, they'd come home for dinner at sundown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, that doesn't happen anymore. But, like, how long has it been that way? Uh. Since the 80s? I want to say since the satanic panic of the 80s, they were like, uh, do not let kids go outside alone. That's I, dangerous. I
2: think there's that element of it. I but don't I, know. That's
0: like. I'm just i used pitching. to i yeah i, I did you were an adventurer you just like go out and they're like all right come home
1: i mean i can't i probably had to like call them from someone's you know home phone sure. <laughs> but mm-hmm. i pretty much just did whatever i wanted
2: yeah because yeah, did you i think maybe you grew up in like a place like this where i did too where it's like i think i lived in also like one of the you know last places that had a walkable situation between like my school and like a close-by store and stuff yeah whereas i think another big problem of it is like without getting this isn't a podcast about city design and stuff, but like, but it should (laughs) be. Yeah. But about like, you know, the design of suburbs and how most like, even maybe about the premise of the original film, like the idea of these like pre-war city planning ideas where they were designed around public transportation and walkable areas versus like into the eighties and nineties, like what you're talking about, where, where, suburban, suburban satellites around major, major urban centers. Yeah. It's like in modern times, you can't really get anywhere without a car. Yeah. Um, If you're a a young child, you know, you can't walk anywhere. And so kids have so much less independence. And so because of that, it's like not only dangerous because of the threat of, you know, predators or whatever, but also just because there's like so so many sidewalks where we live, like just end and like, or, are impossible to walk down or to get anywhere, to do anything, you have to be in a car. So until the age of sixteen, American kids are completely dependent on being driven around by their parents, which
0: is true. I was, I was, a I was a car baby. Yeah, like I did all my, I did all my homework in the car. I played video games in the car. Like driving all over the metroplex, mm-hmm. it was like a forty-minute drive to see some of my yeah, closest friends. Yeah, to do anything. Friends. Yeah. So I was like. If you're gonna go, like you better, mm-hmm. you better go. Which is funny because my wife grew up in a neighborhood where like all her friends lived nearby her, and mm-hmm. she had that like idyllic childhood. Like she talks about it all the time. I was like, yeah, I used to just walk over to my friend's house. Yeah. my yeah. mom would just be like, okay, come over, come home whenever. Like I said, I, I did that so too, jealous. and I think I was
2: really lucky to be like I had a giant forest. I'm next so to where jealous I lived of you. Yeah, so I would just go wander around in the woods. My like, family with had my a friends. trampoline, yeah. so I just <laughs> bounced on a trampoline for hours. Yeah, which is fun. It was. It was. What was i was
0: it, it i think it gave me a more vibrant inner life cuz it was just me alone so I was like all right that's me and my imagination creativity. yeah, yeah there you i go. think so yeah. being like alone in the burbs yeah but and my I, love of movies
2: there you go yeah that's 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 uh that's what led us to the 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 fantastic movie reviewer that we have uh, to guess with us <laughs> i wouldn't today. use the fanta <laughs> i wouldn't use
0: uh many of those words <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but i think like given that though i think that's what's interesting like i don't know problem with this movie the idea that it the whole premise, like the title is about suburbia. Like yeah. it's about, it's like, he says, welcome, you know, the suburbs and stuff. And that is interesting. Like yeah. you, this, uh, it's that's that subversion of that idea that you do actually see what people are doing. When it's like in the, the thought that
0: the suburbs are safe is very false. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a, and like I said, the tagline for this movie is like, uh, Every like a murder. Everybody, somebody has to live next to a killer, or right. a killer lives next door to someone. Which uh, is a bummer because he says,
0: <laughs> "Well, what does he say? He says, welcome to Disturbia.' Yeah, the entertain where the like the best entertainment you can get for free. Yeah, which is not a great tagline, but I still think it was like one of the better quotes from the movie.
2: Yeah. Um. So the rest of the movie carries out with uh. Yeah, like Ashley has her party and stuff, and then they get like their they had they resolve their issues. Like he. She she asks him how long he's been spying on her, and that is the one kind of conversation we have about his like how creepy it is that he's yeah. been watching her through the window. Uh,
0: what does he say? he's he like this was another note I had. It was like all it takes to impress a girl is to give an impassioned plea about your own inner life. Like yeah. been like I'm a deep person. Yeah, it's like what a mistake to teach boys everywhere. Like I've been watching you for m- like a month now, and I yeah. I have what does he? He says like you're special because you. Oh, what does he say? He
2: he comments on all of her, like, little idiosyncrasies and stuff about reading books and sitting on her roof. Yeah, but they're, like, goofy things, too. Yeah, like, Uh, turning before she opens her door. pizza-flavored chips or something? Yeah, she's (laughs) the only girl he knows that likes pizza-flavored chips. Oh, my God. That's right. (laughs) It's cute. It's their... I don't know. It's their meat. That's supposed to be cute. That feels a little
0: too personal. It's like
1: how you... I feel like it's how he he makes him more likable because he's not just like looking at her in her swimsuit. He like is actually like wants to get to know her.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: like he has nothing better to do. And like if it wasn't for his mom taking away his Xbox and all of his entertainment, he probably would never even, he wouldn't even like know she was there.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, so he's not that creepy. He just literally has nothing better to do. Wow.
0: And if anything, it it, it works.
2: Because they immediately start getting down. Uh, she's all about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they, they are immediately cock blocked by um, Mr. Turner murdering somebody next door uh, or cutting up uh, a deer, I guess. We don't know if that's like actually him. It could be somebody.
0: him dismembering the body. Right. Or, and then uh, we find out later it might have been a deer. Yeah.
2: Um, he drags that thing down the stairs, like the, but the intercuts between like yeah. them making out, and then there's like blood splashing against his like shed window right. or something. Yeah. Uh, that was a really fun. I was like, oh cool, this is still a horror movie. Yeah, it's um, like the
1: movie's not over. <laughs> yeah, they
2: do. They kind of they try to maintain the suspense, like and uh, and keep it going.
0: Which is like the the so the ro- the teen romance, the OC style like yeah. teen romance, because it's like they yeah. are they're very it's very like OC so like overwritten, mm-hmm. um, like waxes and wanes. Um, in contrast with the, th- like the horror, the thriller part of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like every time they're like, okay, well, I guess he's not a serial killer. It starts to get more into like, okay, well, what about these two as a couple? Like, what is their relationship? Mm-hmm. And then once thing they start succeeding or like there's tension and then they work through it and then it's like, surprise, he's still a serial killer. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we don't have time to be a couple. We have to stop the serial killer. Oh yeah. So there's like a give and flow. Which I think the teen romance is what gives it that nostalgic view. It yeah, is, yeah.
2: It, yeah, it is such a teen movie. Like, and that's a there's so know. much
0: about it. You're like this underdog kid yeah. who you feel for because his dad died. Uh, you know, is trapped, um, to paying his dues, uh, and just happens to make friends with the the hot girl next door because that's what the movie wants us to see her as. Yeah, by the way that that it see it views her. Um, so then it's like, we're rooting for this underdog kid and he gets the girl and you're like, wow, that could be like any old nerd or like any guy like hoping for the girl next mm-hmm. door. That A they, lot of that they never talk to. That. Yeah. yeah. It's like very deeply teen.
2: Yeah. And the fact that she like, op- like he doesn't have to do any work really. She like, he really does it. That's the saddest comes part. She just right over to his house and just makes it really, yeah. And is like, she
0: drops all the hints. There's yeah. like, they're like looking through binoculars, I mm-hmm. think, and watching him. And at one point she's like, now would be the moment. Mm-hmm. And he like, they like make eye contact and Kale's like, oh, I should kiss her. Like, that's what she was saying. Yeah, And then it's spoiled because, et cetera. But it's like, She's literally carrying the team on her romantic back. Yeah. Which is unfair to her because she's <laughs> so much more of a character. Like, she has so much more complexity than I drive a love interest.
2: Yeah. she. Well, she could yeah. be, but yeah. I don't know.
0: She does kick some ass, though. Yeah.
2: yeah, That's fair. Yeah. Like, li- as the, the, the action escalates towards the end of this movie. Because after that, we get, like, I mean, so the third act of this movie is um, Ronnie shows back up again, and he's tasked with the, like, breaking into the garage to go find the dead body, I guess. Um, and because Kale is, it has to be trapped at the house, he can only watch through binoculars. No, right he there. left his
0: phone in the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, he left his
2: phone in the car from breaking in earlier. Right. So he has to break back in. And then that's when <laughs> Ronnie kind of gets like, we think he gets trapped in the house, but it turns out he was just hiding in Kale's closet because he saw the cops show up. What a
1: douche yeah. for that. I know. <laughs> what? How did he think that was going to like go smoothly? And he
0: pulls a prank on him. <laughs> like, yeah. Not like... <laughs> only are you like probably gonna go to jail because you violated your parole and like so kale freaks out and like tries to back like break open mr turner's door because he thinks ronnie's dead yeah and then ronnie like fucking he
2: sends him a picture of himself like looking like a dead person yeah
0: he took that too far
2: yeah that was he definitely crossed the line there (laughs) and they got over it
0: so fast (laughs) ronnie was like you're right dad i made too many
2: jokes Child (laughs) was
0: like in a way i kind of understood it though because i was like he's just really glad his friend's not dead
2: yeah He's like, I was about to go to fucking jail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and but yeah, he his his initial reaction was actually legitimate. He like pits him up against the wall. Yeah, he's like, you motherfucker. And I was like, yeah, kind of yeah. like
0: yells and spit. Like yeah. yells enough to like we spittle flies we see from a his a Shade lips. of
2: 2018, Shia LaBeouf coming out from from beneath. Uh, right, from beneath the darkness his, uh, was always there. Yeah, it was always there. Uh, but then, so this is where the uh, the action kind of quickly escalates, uh, and it sort of devolves into a uh, a pretty. Straightforward, like slasher chase kind of thing. Yeah, uh, Carrie Ann Moss yeah. has gone over to sort of smooth things over with Mr. Turner um, because the police have have made it sort of it, it, it looked like him. Uh, Kale was breaking and entering, right? Mr. And they're house. like, Turner
0: can press charges, mm-hmm. which means that he could get he could he could get Kale thrown in jail mm-hmm. if he chose to press charges it would add on to violating Pearl, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, I got to go smooth things over.
2: Right. So she goes over to talk it out and they, they seem to be having a perfectly civil conversation, uh, until right at the very last moment, he surprised, like smashes her head against the wall. And we're like, Oh shit. Now mm-hmm. we're, now we're in for it. Um, yeah. Shia LaBeouf starts freaking out and he's trying to like, all the action like starts in Zeus He like, has to go over there and rescue his mom and stuff. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Turner shows up at his house behind him and starts gets like ready to beat him with a bat and stuff. And he quickly tie, ties him up and duct tapes his face and is about to like frame him for a double murder. Yeah, Turner suicide.
0: Uh, gets the jump on Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf. I keep thinking of actual <laughs> cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Actual, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Uh, and ties him up. So then it's like, oh no, and then he monologues his plan. Yeah. I'm gonna frame you for all the murders and call it a day. Yeah.
2: That is, so like I said, the the ending of this movie is is kind of where it does maybe lose a little bit of steam because it, it does kind of like, all of the suspense pretty much goes away as, when it turns into this, like, pretty straightforward action movie, um, action slasher, like, it even, even has, yeah. like, the uh, it has we have our uh, shining moment. Um, Ashley yeah. does show up t- 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 to the rescue. She like, saves she, Kale. Yeah, she, sa- she saves the day. Um, bashes Mr. Turner in the face with, like, a toaster or something. <laughs> uh, and uh, momentarily, there is that moment, yeah, that Jack Nicholson moment where he's, like, bashing through the door uh, with yeah. his face. You know, he has this here's Johnny here's, here's thing. Um but they managed to uh, incapacitate him, I guess, and then get back over to uh, the house and try to, like, rescue his mom. Right. Um, at the same time, this is where that the cousin cop is getting a burger and his Wisconsin accent comes yeah. off, weirdly. Um, he yeah. gets the call that uh, the beeper has gone off. Um, I guess in the course of all of that, although Mr. Turner did, like, cut the power to the they, house.
0: Yeah, that was another plot detail there. I was like, like wouldn't it have technically, set off the, yeah. The mm-hmm. thing, then. his ankle monitor goes to a, like a home re- home transmitter. Receiver yeah. gets the signal, and then if it loses power, because that would mean someone's tampering with it, or if like he, they, someone's trying to pull it off, the device would go off. Mm-hmm. But like the storm cuts the power on the whole house or something. Is it the storm, or I thought it was like Mr. They're, Turner just like cutting their? I thought
2: yeah, yeah, that would, would, would make more assumed.
0: sense. But there was I don't know. There a lot of like storm sounds, yeah, a, and like lightning, so it <laughs> dipped. And it made me laugh in my head because I was like, there is no sound effect for your power turning off. <laughs> it's just your power turns off. Yeah, like stuff where they, like, <laughs> the Transformer finally died or something. You're like, yeah. whatever. But, uh, yeah. That'd be
3: cool.
1: Sunday Scaries.
2: But they, Ashley and Kale manage to escape. They jump into the pool, uh, her pool next door and stuff. Uh, So the the ankle monitor does set off and makes the the cousin cop, you know, come and...
0: Right. But then he's like, oh, I'll get
2: there when I get there. Yeah. He takes a sweet time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, they go through the house and we discover, like, how deep the house goes. Yeah. Like, beneath the foundation. Like, so he has, like, a hidden basement. And then beneath the hidden basement, there's, like, another hidden basement with, like, uh, workshop which
0: to get through all of that there's a hidden uh sterilizing like surgical yeah. suite yeah it goes it's down like, like
2: perfectly
1: white and clean yeah like, what?
0: It, it had like very dexter vibes for yeah me.
1: well they kind of knew about that when they had the blueprint
0: part mm-hmm. yeah it's
1: like oh he's got all these additions to his house what is that and oh yeah he, i forgot about to that see it, yeah you know? because
2: they like that the, the house goes like five stories down. It's crazy, like how yeah. once they get to the bottom, yeah, like, right. bottom, bottom level, it's like beneath the foundation, and there's like ton, like grooves cut out. Okay, that well, house.
0: not to get like too in the weeds, but there's also so Shiloh falls through a bunch of floorboards into like a pan, yeah. like a wood a well almost yeah. with dead bodies. But that would imply there's a water source running underneath this man's like his home's foundation, yeah, which would also imply his foundation is sinking. Which means he has a shitty house. Yeah. And there would be, like, damage, like, frequently.
2: I would explain, you have to wonder, what does Mr. Turner do for a living?
0: That's another good question. Yeah.
2: To afford that. His house is giant.
0: And to have the time to mow his grass twice a day. Yeah. yeah.
2: And to murder people. The like car, they ought to
0: And have, like, auto auto a, well, if it's mm. not murder, a proper dating life.
2: There you go. Yeah. Well, and, oh, yeah, he does. We'll, he goes we'll to the kind of thing. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's an auto trader, because yeah, he has his Mustang and yeah. it had to be in pristine condition for the auto show. Yeah. So maybe he trades in exotic cars and that's why he makes his uh, I don't know. Murder murder. Or
1: maybe he's retired. That seems <laughs> yeah, <maybe>. likely. <laughs> oh, what if he like cashed out
0: yeah, what if he cashed out big on like a, a recent like, he could put in his twenty years and was like, Great, I want my check, my four oh one K, I'm done. Yeah. And like now he's bored and that's mm-hmm. why he kills.
2: Or here's a pitch for our for our next script is is he? Murdered all these ladies and took out life insurance plans on all of their. Uh,
0: Commits insurance fraud. Yeah, exactly. No, too many paper trails. Yeah, he's too true. much of a serial killer.
2: That was the whole thing at the beginning. Is he used a fake name? Like, if around. it was
0: insurance fraud, they wouldn't be reported missing. That's true. He, he would have to file the paperwork and f- launder or funnel the money. Yeah, that wouldn't be
2: a very fun movie. So to it watch. wouldn't
0: it would, it'd just be a lot <laughs> about the logistics of stealing <laughs> dead people's like insur- but, life insurance money. What's
1: up with the transvestite part?
0: Wait, what part?
1: He finds when the redhead – he, like, kills the redhead, and then you see a redhead walk into her car. So he's like, oh, he didn't kill her. But Then later, when he's, like, going through his house, he finds a wig. Oh, and yeah. Was it so – what was I that? Think,
2: okay, so I think what we're supposed to take from that is that he had the red wig. So Like, that's why he murdered redhead ladies, because he only had one wig. And he's like, all right, oh. I murdered them. And then – he So we are supposed to understand from the beginning he knew someone was watching, so he put the wig on and then went out and drove her car away. So or he
0: fakes it every time he murders them, because that could just be his routine, because mm. so he lives in the burps. Robert, right. so
1: the we're supposed to believe that that six-foot-three <laughs> character put on a wig, a dress, and heels.
0: And, like, a <laughs> denim skirt. <laughs> yeah. And drove off in that car, and then had to walk back in the same outfit without yeah. the wig or
2: something? that's. I guess that's what we have to assume. <laughs>
1: yeah, that part always confused me. <laughs> I, yeah, because
2: they do kind of gloss over that because that was whenever, th- that, that is the realization moment that Shia LaBeouf has when he sees the wig, he's like, oh, she never left. And it's like, you're like, uh. Oh.
0: And it's sold on camera to us that she never left. Yeah. Like, we as an audience are supposed to think like, oh, this was a fake out. Mm-hmm. She's fine.
2: But we see the shot, that he, we see what his point of view of the right. person leaving. And it's right? like,
0: their back is to us and we see like, oh,
2: I a rewound to check and see how convincing. was. Yeah. I did is. a
0: little bit of reading, so I was like kind of anticipating it. Yeah, because I was like, "What? I don't remember that at all." And uh I hit or miss. I th- I fell for it because I was like, "I guess I could see how you would convey that." It's like very shadowy. Yeah, but the shoulders were broad. Like yeah. even oh, the so actor yeah. was a was a man wearing yeah. like the outfit. That's why I thought I yeah. didn't believe
1: that it was him. Whenever I was like a kid and I watched this movie, I thought, "Damn, you caught on." Yeah. I thought like it was a uh, someone he like. It was a different guy. Yeah. (laughs) Because in the ID picture. It looks like a man dressed as a woman, yeah. But it doesn't look like him. It, I always thought it was like somebody else that he right. hired or something. Interesting. But I never thought it was him. Huh.
3: I guess it is him. That's
2: an entirely different wrinkle yeah. to this that could have been. Maybe, maybe made he's a better movie. part
0: of a network of serial killers. <laughs>
2: right. They just got the the one. He's like the he's like the muscle. Oh my he, God, he soft turns, pitch. He like, turns really quick. I know. I got your first thirty pages right here. Yeah, I'm already really I'm cooking with uh, gas. Let's go. The uh, yeah, he he turns pretty quickly into like a michael myers character he literally wears he jump puts the jumpsuit on yeah he, he's got to put on his murd- murder and murder and stands
0: there so in the so uh so shall Buff's getting chased through turner's house mm-hmm. and he's discovering this man's a murderer there's all these hidden rooms and compartments the cop finally shows up to the house so you have this like oh thank god the cop will discover he's a murderer and he does the michael myers thing where he just stands there he's just planking yes. against <laughs> the still, yeah yeah it just waits and then the guy walks right past him. And he Michael Myers twists the guy's his neck. neck.
2: I know. One of the two deaths in the movie is just like that. that Which is come. like, I guess, I
0: thought it was really hard to snap someone's neck.
2: I think movies make it seem like it's a lot easier. Where than are it
0: really you? Is. Tyler, I know you're going to listen to this. <laughs> Tyler's the other guy. He is a medical professional. And my single goal in life is to ask him, is we this always... real? Is this real? Can you do this to a human? Can you? Do, what would happen if this did this?
2: For murders and movies, particularly, it's always hard to figure out the like. Right. I, I do think that movies make it seem like it's way easier. I don't know. Maybe it is. Humans it are fragile. I yeah. agree,
0: but I also think certain actions aren't. Yeah.
2: He's a big guy. I don't know. He seemed like he had he could, strength. Like,
1: he probably has experience, too, with snapping people's necks. You know what? That makes more
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah. 10,000 hours. You're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. You know how you get to Carnegie Hall, right? Practice. <laughs> the Carnegie Hall of yeah. breaking necks.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, with that denim skirt. <laughs> in that denim skirt? Yeah. You do it in a denim skirt a couple of times, I mean. In a jumpsuit. That's it's,
0: a that's an interesting point, though, because that's another angle is like uh, like a Silence of the Lambs kind of thing. Is I thought like, that
2: that's what it was a reference to. A maybe. Lot, was, yeah, the idea.
0: Which is that, not, like, not okay. Yeah. But it, uh, it is like... It's an interesting point. We're going to get to covering Silence
2: of the Lambs at one point, but that is one thing I'll say about that movie is that that character is always misunderstood. If you are glossing over the movie because right. within the movie itself. They acknowledge it and actually make a point. It's to kind be of very, like baby. Yeah. And the way it, it was, the unfortunate thing about it is the way that it was um, referenced in later, like joking right. stuff about it. Uh, it's, the, it's
0: the, like the after image of it yeah. that became a stereotype, not the actual yeah. source. Itself. Within the, yeah.
2: Within the material of that movie. All there's right. more to it. It's it's more complex and it, it acknowledges it in a in a better way. That's um, interesting. Like I said, that's a whole different episode we'll get to it. You eventually. just
0: like opened up a can of worms for yeah. me. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> sitting here like, oh man, now I got to think about a lot more I know. That's, that one
2: completely slipped by me. I was like, oh yeah, wig. He wears the wig sometimes. That's, then, it, it's <laughs>
0: a, it does point to like he only had one wig, the uh-huh. redheaded wig. He only, I guess he only kills, you said he only yeah. kills redheads I for that reason. I didn't that.
2: Notice that. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Which was, I mean, that's just lazy. So maybe there's, well,
0: that's like, I mean, it's kind of world-building, right? Like, if we wanted to, we could infer more things about the serial killer. Mm -hmm. It's just that we don't have the time. And we have to do this on a podcast way later. Yeah, And the movie doesn't really
2: make that much... Of right. it, or do that much work for us to like, which know, is a bummer.
0: So, my I love Shiloh Buff's like running through the house, and we get mm-hmm. to see the real, like, the, the sterilized surgical suite. Mm-hmm. And the uh, he falls into the hole where the bodies are, which is one of the that most shocking, is, yeah. There's because as bits. he goes
2: deeper and deeper into the house, we yeah, find we're not only the evidence of the kills, but and then there's, the bodies yeah, themselves. and there's a
0: scene where he like he goes in and there's like all the driver's licenses, mm-hmm. and there's more than uh, the kills that you know about, so yeah. you're like, oh, he's we thought it was like six, but it's like dozens, yeah, or something. So, there's like kind of of that it's cool because it alludes to like he has a long history of yeah. being a killer and is like probably like you said like fairly well practiced at
2: yeah, this he's <laughs> really good at it so apparently.
0: so like it's almost kind of sad. I'm like, this guy would be more menacing in some ways if mm-hmm. I knew some of this in advance.
2: And I think mm. going back to the, you know the issue
0: of
1: well, you do kind of know it in advance when the girl's researching and she's mm-hmm. like, it says he preserved his bodies. Yeah,
0: ages. right.
2: So you could do kind of so, like, like he knows how to do it. You
0: don't right. know
1: for sure that it's. I wonder him, but if that's you
0: know. like the PG-13ness of it though. Like, they, they can't took out show other stuff us. that
2: like would have made it rated R. Well, they can't physically
0: show us him like being that kind right. of like demented. Like, they couldn't show us him, like, torturing a woman. Yeah. That would just bump the whole thing up. So we have to hear it secondhand from another character, right. and as a joke. Mm-hmm. So it diminishes the, like, shock of it to me. Like, oh, well, I mean, they're also going to eat pizza. But, yeah, this guy killed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it diminished the shock value of, like, who he really is. Even but, though the only way to do it is to, like, tell us, Yeah, but I us. wonder
2: if it really takes away – because I think going back to the point earlier about the fact that, like, there's not really any ever – any question that david morse is the killer, right right? and so it's almost like you know it in the vein of what this movie is doing it doesn't really take away from it because it's like we've already lost in the mystery of it right so it's like because we've foiled like the mystery plan or like the the mystery of whether or not he actually is the killer right um through his performance i watched
0: uh this is related to marketing mm -hmm. i watched the trailer for this movie again and it like very clearly sets up you know, Robert, his neighbor as Mm -hmm. this, this guy's a serial killer and Shia LaBeouf's the only one who knows. Um, and so it's like, is the movie a victim of its marketing? Because we all went and saw that movie thinking Mm -hmm. like that guy's the killer. Like would it have been a different movie if we came into it thinking like one of these neighbors is the killer. And then in, and yeah. it would have to be a different movie too, is like you have to give different killers. It's almost. definitely
2: like a yeah, a different way that this more could have gone. Yeah, unless, with more characters and more development yeah. of each of those individual stories.
0: But it's just like a marketing thing too. Yeah. Is, is it a victim of its marketing? But not really, because they like the movies very pointed yeah he just folk fixates on his name. he's neighbor. just so
2: he's so menacing and like that's the thing is like even I guess apparently even like on set and stuff like he didn't talk to anybody like David Morse the guy who plays Robert Turner he didn't talk to Shia LaBeouf yeah, or he's to a like method Rom- actor I didn't know he was a method actor he didn't seem like the type of actor that was like that methody or whatever <laughs> He's um, very Methodist. Methodist. Yeah, he's a Methodist <laughs> actor. Uh, yeah, he like I don't know. I don't think that was necessary. Maybe it detracted from the movie because well, it,
0: that's like, what I keep laughing about. It's like a Method actor will be a Method actor no matter what the movie. Yeah, is. Yeah, because that
1: movie really is just like a typical like it's almost like a rom com, but like yeah, it thing. is. Yeah. It's both. Yeah. They
0: watch like uh, it's like, like John Tucker wind... Must Die. Like, yeah, they all come out yeah, a lot of that time. stuff. Like mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, but to, for like someone to walk in on those things and be like, I'm going to yeah. crush this role. It's like
1: you're not going to get an Oscar for this like, got, movie.
0: You want to go through the awards? Uh, receipt time. <laughs> MTV. was nominated for MTV's G's Best, best Kiss Award. Yeah. Like, it's one of okay. those. It's an
1: MTV it movie. It got Best for you
0: know? Best Kiss. Shia- I'm pretty sure Shia LaBeouf's been nominated for Best Kiss Award like seven times. He doesn't seem
2: like that good of a kisser. They
0: made like four Transformers movies. That's true. And that alone he's, will he's boost He's done his a lot stats. of
2: smooching. Mm. I mean, so did I mean, Tobey Tom Maguire and Kirsten Dunst won, right? For Spider-Man yeah. 2 or whatever? Yeah. Or Spider-Man 1.
0: Uh, that was a good kiss. The upside-down kiss was a, was a very oh, novel yeah, yeah, moment. It was a game-changer. Uh, but, but like... Most I, impractical kiss at <laughs> the Dan, whole time. This is so bad. I, I actually used to kind of geek over MTV Movie Awards. I didn't care about the kisses. Like, I just wanted to know, <laughs> Back like... when
2: they actually showed music. Yeah, I don't know. I actually
0: don't remember that either. Yeah. But they <laughs> would, like, slime celebrities, and you're like, wow, they're going to, like, dunk... Uh, like uh, any name, like uh, Hugh Jackman or somebody. And he, like, they all kind of know. They're like, I'm here to get my award. And just like, boom, 10 <laughs> gallons <laughs> of slime. I'm like, I have always wanted to see celebrities That was on
1: get... MTV, the slime? I thought that was Nickelodeon. No, I oh think you was Kids' Choice Awards. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. I, yeah, I quit. I was up. like, I wait, they did that to grown-ass at I mean, they did do it uh, on Nickelodeon's... That's what it was. Yeah. I was on the... Because those are Teen Choice Awards. Teen <laughs> Choice Awards, yeah. Man, so. Yeah, was yeah, I mean, a technicality. Lost, you've, yeah, we've we've removed MTV all a technicality <laughs> This is us. horseshit. Yeah, exactly.
2: The, <laughs> um, the movie ends with like, yeah, he they, they get in the, a, a knife off in the basement and stuff. He yeah. finds his mom tied up in the very 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 depths of the basement. Yeah. Um, he like cuts the rope that's tying her up and then faces off immediately with Turner. He somehow teleported down there without anybody else seeing. I guess he had a back door um and he garden cheers him right in the belly and then he uh he dies and everything is okay after that they give they they uh release him early from his ankle bracelet because for good behavior for which burtering. they still
0: owe the state money yeah they still have to pay the <laughs> that's the, like a point at the end They're yeah like, you still owe us the incarceration fee yeah. and carrie ann moss is like you got me <laughs> uh
2: and then shia Buff goes and has his uh perfect kiss moment with Ugh. uh yeah, with
0: Ashley. He, he yeah, he makes out with her, and then it like you see another camera, and you're like, "Who's watching them?" Oh, and then yeah. it's his friend Ronnie being like, "This is gonna be the most watched <laughs> video on YouTube." And and I was you like, do. "I have news for you, Ronnie." In
2: 2007. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is the, at the genesis of YouTube. Yeah, if was... we knew
0: then what we know now. Oh uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you're you're not going to be able to monetize that video. No. Not at all. Um, But they also,
0: like, they make out and they keep going. He's like, "Uh, here's my middle finger. And then they keep making out, and Ronnie's still filming. And it goes on for, like, a minute. (laughs) That is (laughs) weird. Or just keeps zooming in on his face, and I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, that's kind of weird. There's so many things about consent here I don't fully understand. Like, did he consent to being filmed in that moment?
1: That's, like, the thing about movies, though, is, like, the, they can do it in the movie and we don't really think about it, but right. if that really were to happen, it, right, it just, right. that wouldn't happen.
2: Yeah. I, I would say the movie has a questionable relationship. It's a little with too much accent.
0: of a cherry on top. Like, I don't know if we needed to have him like, keep filming this beat.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, One Man Wrecking Machine is playing in the background and we fade out. And it's, yeah. it's a, I don't know, like, like I said, watching this, I always, I was like, oh, I'm in a good mood now. It's a, I don't know. I love my, my, my sweet mid-2000s teen comedies and slash Maybe like
0: you, some of these songs you get on like mixed CDs your friends made. Yeah, you, exactly. That you like download. Buy them on iTunes. Hell yeah. yeah. That, that, <laughs> that old things iTunes, on iTunes yeah. yeah. Even just buying things on iTunes. I was like, oh yeah. He says, uh, he like put, plugs his iPod in at one point and yeah. then she takes it and threatens to throw it off the side of the cliff and he's like, that's 60 gigs of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, just wait, dude. In like 10 years, streaming's going to come around.
2: You're going to love that. to own anything again. Right. Yeah. I would have probably been pirating stuff from LimeWire in 2007. You were Me getting too. viruses. Yeah. Y'all were getting viruses. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, my my parents' computer <laughs> was riddled with viruses. Oh it was, yeah, it was terrible. And
1: Hulu used to be like a sketchy like streaming. <laughs> like, do you remember know that? Yeah. Like, you, you, like, it was bad quality, bootleg. Or, I do like,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: Hulu like used to be a thing where you could go what? and try to watch movies for free, but it was bad quality or it. Would, I think it even would co- cause viruses. Did y'all have a uh,
0: like yeah. family computers like in the in oh, the yeah. den or the living yeah. room? Yeah, we yeah. had a family desktop for a long time, and yeah. so I was Mine too scared. I was too, scared. I was too scared to steal 15. things. Yeah. 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 I was like, no way, mom and dad are going to see this. Yeah,
2: now Pirate, when did Pirate Bay come out? Pirate Bay was like,
0: ooh, that's uh, actually, I don't know. I wanted like to 2000? say 2005.
2: No, really? No. I don't know. I was I down downloading made stuff from up. there for forever. You that's how I That's how I got Game of Thrones in the first couple of seasons. I don't want it off of Pirate Day. I've never stolen
0: anything off the internet. I've stolen ever, so much stuff.
2: But pssst, come at me.
0: Me? No. yeah,
2: uh, yeah that's that's disturbing. It's a fucking fantastic movie. It like like so I like I said it had mixed reception by critics, but like what do they know? Um It's definitely
0: not like it's a critic proof yeah. movie in yeah, a lot of it, ways. Yeah.
2: It's a summer yeah, it's, it's just a summer fun movie for teenagers. And yeah. It definitely did really well
1: I think you had to kind of grow up with it mm-hmm. honestly
2: yeah because like, uh, like I know
1: my my dad would think that movie was so stupid mm-hmm. but like if you grew up like with it even yeah. if you were like fifth grade at the time to like high school yeah like that was a good movie it's and now it's nostalgic for us mm-hmm. so we like it. But I feel like kids today would be watching it like, what is the phone? I like, do want to talk you. Why is <laughs> it flippy? <laughs> yeah.
2: <Like, laughs> yeah. Why is it flippy? Why do you have to unfold <laughs> like, that? Actually,
0: they, they do <laughs> have folding phones again. There's that That's one thing again. But there's still
1: screen. Yeah.
2: Like, what? <laughs> there's that one scene with the best flip phone moment when he, like, picks it up. And I think Ronnie has just, like, disappeared and stuff. And he picks the phone up and then has to pull out the antenna for the extra oh, reception. And yeah. like, whips around <laughs> and pulls the antenna yeah, out. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, this movie it, it did fucking amazing at the box office. It cost about, so going back to it, uh, uh, it was not an expensive movie, it cost about 20 million dollars in 2007, not terrible. Um, made uh 80, 118 of that back though. Um, in the first weekend, uh, so this opened like we talked about earlier, uh, in the second week of April. Sorry, um, it was first, yes, yeah, maintained that first slot for three weeks, yeah. So um, it
0: beat the summer season by a month just by opening in like early April, mm-hmm. um, and got ahead of Spider Man, which is kind of what you need. But even though, like, Spider-Man 3 was a big release that was, despite what everyone thinks about it, like, critically, it was just a big movie to watch. Yeah. To go, like, number two in your third or fourth week against Spider-Man 3 is, like, kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. But it makes sense because there's, like, you know, your teen superhero stuff which like and, and stuff that, like, every family's going to go see. So, Disturbia is like kind of that that counter programming. Yeah, it wasn't. If you don't want to see this prone cheesy prone cannibalizing
2: those other yeah. yeah other releases, like notably like so in that moment. So it was first place in its opening weekend. It did about twenty three million dollars in that first weekend. Yeah. Um, second place was Blaze of Glory. <laughs> uh, oh in its second God. week, you remember Blaze of Glory?
0: It's two thousand eight. I'm is, like yeah, two thousand seven. I'm in a different era now. Yeah. Right. Two thousand seven. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, the third one was uh, Perfect Stranger, which was like a thriller with Halle Berry and Bruce Willis. Um, in its first weekend um and then the fourth one was beat the robinsons is that disney animated movie mm. in its second week and then the fifth one was uh, are we done yet it's the a movie with ice cube and uh, Neil long um in its second week so yeah not a lot of competition yeah honestly. they all kind of like mm-hmm. have their own little niche yeah for it to go with um yeah, this one fits in like so. Like in the category of slashers, it is like yeah, slashers. Is, we're we're putting this in the slasher series. Uh, Fair enough. With a with a little bit of a wink, because uh, every, every in in the course of the catalog that we're watching, um, we've just seen a lot of really good movies lately, and uh, this is I think just a we good need to take uh, our track record. Yeah, a we just bit. need to put we just need to stick a good something fun. Yeah, something fun. Something like I said, this is like this is like candy. I feel like in the horror movie genre, and but it still is. I don't know the whole end of this movie. Like I said, the criticism is that it turns into a slasher movie. I'm like, oh, honestly, that's kind of the fun part of it. That's why um, I say,
0: like, I like the seesawing. Is yeah. The teen romance works, but then I'm like, okay, they, mm. they're a couple. This story's kind of played out. It's like, great, we have something else you could watch. Yeah, um, murdery things. Yeah,
2: for me, it's perfectly fine. I, I love it. And like I said, I think especially for us, like the nostalgia element of it, it just like it just made it such a fun rewatch. Um, especially coming off of like I said, some of the other stuff that we've been watching recently. Um, so, uh, this week, we watched uh, Disturbia. Um, next week, we're going to be kind of hitting the slasher genre again with a, a much darker movie. Um, so, I don't know if I, I told you guys about this yet, but we're going to be hitting The Hills Have Eyes um, after which, this week. Which one? So, we're going to be hitting the 1977
1: oh, Hills
0: cool. Have Eyes. Yeah. All right. Oh, so I, right I that 2000 was one. Right, yeah. was it Ed Helms in, like, the... Ooh. I looked this up once I haven't seen any of them yet And I kind of got I read the screenplay And mm-hmm. then I got really into it And I was like Well what's the new one?" Oh, I read the screenplay For the latest and then I looked it up, and I was like, is that Ed Helms?
1: Maybe. Like, I, have, he's like I could only watch gen. it once, and I was like, I never need to like watch it. again. Like the newest, whatever, the,
0: the one yeah. our generation. It was like, yeah. The,
1: yeah, the music in it freaked me out, yeah. and it was just really gross. Genuinely unsettling. Yeah. But we get into
2: it. That'll be fun. we are watching the 70s one, so cool. we'll talk That's about cool. it. That's cool. Um, You've seen anything cool lately, Daniel? Um, shows, or t- shows that you hated or loved? Well, movies? Travis has
0: already uh, mentioned it. I'm in a group chat with him and Tyler, and we <laughs> I was geeking out over the bear yeah which i think is, we've uh, recommended
2: that show at least on three different episodes uh now, it's it's, it's, so it's having
0: its moment <laughs> partially because the internet is like thirsting over yeah. um what's his name oh uh, the main I, actor Carmi. jeremy something yeah jeremy allen white or yeah. something um what would Carmi do yeah which is yeah it's like classic like i can fix him energy <laughs> uh but stress tv is like t- getting a life of its own now mm. it's like uh, kind of like um Uncut Gems kind of uh, Safdie Brothers yeah. style is just, like, everything is a panic attack. Right. Like, oh, I didn't know we kind of wanted to watch this.
2: Yeah, I guess that's, what, like, where realism goes, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. It stretches the limits of realism mm-hmm. in a direction that's not just, like... Um, i don't know
2: like cathartic or something. yeah it's yeah. definitely it's not the opposite cathartic. Like anti-cathartic yeah there's one episode
0: <laughs> in the bear that is just a 20 minute one take panic attack mm-hmm. of being in a kitchen and like so we were talking about this earlier is like service industry people like have a really hard time finishing the show um it, because it's like they're like yeah i've been yelled at and called a, ho- a lot of horrible things like in the heat of yeah. in the heat of rush um and so it's it's a great, great, great show. Very, like, geographically specific to Chicago. You know, all these, like, very interesting characters. Even the assholes are interesting. Like, Richie is, like, um, the, like the biggest jerk. He's, like, this guy who's just, like, a fr- he won't cry in front of other people. He's, like, this really, like, bottled human. And you, like, learn so much about him. And you're, like, I hate you. But, like, I really, really, I'm feeling for you. Um, So I finished The Bear, and then uh, Nope comes out this upcoming weekend. So I'll be doing that. And I watched a great movie called RRR.
2: Yeah, this Indian movie? Yeah. Oh, my God. I am
0: not a big purveyor of Bollywood films. I I have to say that out loud. But it's a three-hour, gigantic, gorgeous cinema spectacle of extravaganza that, like, we thought we did it big. We don't even come close. No. Like, I watched this man bare knuckle brawl a CGI tiger <laughs> yeah. with like flaming <laughs> fists, and he's a normal human. Like, he's not a superhero. No. He just is a guy who flies through. He's like flying through the air and like upper decks a freaking. Tiger, as they're both launching at each other.
2: That's the one that has like the uh, the face off between him and like the water guy, right? It's yeah, like they, they're like he's like the fire guy. Yeah, and then yeah. they have a, a fire water battle. Um, like at the and end of the
0: movie. I, I also just recommend you watch movies from other countries, other yeah. cultures, because it is just oh, yeah. such a valuable experience. And th- like you want to have a fun time, go watch this movie. It's on Netflix. Um, they have like a five to seven minute just crazy dancing like hundreds of extras (laughs) this one guy like in the first 30 minutes one guy fights like 300 people and knocks them all out it's just like this insane bare knuckle brawl you gotta love bollywood yeah no one does that level of spectacle on such a such a high platform i'm like holy crap that is so expensive and so incredible um it'll leave you like exhausted afterwards but i had a blast and i would heavily heartily recommend so those oh,
2: are yeah. my two yeah seen anything lately Chrissy, that you hated or loved
1: um i just finished the boys oh
0: the, Ooh, new, season. the new season
1: yeah all of it do y'all watch yeah that? i'm oh, yeah. all caught up yeah, yeah. Are, are, you are you all caught up mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah i thought it was really good i yeah. think there is a little bit of like I wish there was like a little more explaining on some of the characters, yeah. but overall, the acting is good. It's well written. The finale I love, really uh, sticks the land. And in. I don't like superheroes. I don't, I don't care about Marvel. I don't, yeah. I don't, I've seen the first Spider-Man. That's right. it. Right. And you were like, eh. uh, I just, I don't, yeah. actually I've seen all the Spider-Mans just, but only once. I don't yeah. need to watch them again. Like, nope. I'm just not into that at all. But to me, it kind of reminded me of, like, almost how they did the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, where yeah. it's, like, it's about a supervillain, but it's a not fantasy. It's more like it's an actual fantasy. psychology of yeah, a superhero. Yeah, it's, like, a dark version of a superhero movie. So I liked that about the boys, because it's not really about... If you don't like superheroes and you just like dark, twisted stuff, it's really good. And I didn't think I would like it. When people told me about it, they were like, it's a superhero, and I was like... No, but...
2: It's so graphic and, like, political allegory. I was was going to ask, you do well
0: with, like, like, blood and guts and stuff?
1: Honestly, I guess so. The only part that I had a hard time sitting through, like, it got a big reaction out of me was... When the deep has to eat a live <laughs> yes. octopus,
0: that was it. I
1: don't know that part, just like I, I thought though. I was And he's like, throw
0: like explaining yeah. what yeah. the octopus like, is like saying too. No, <laughs> I so... thought the penis explosion was crazy. Oh my god, at the first oh, episode, oh, when he goes was... inside, yeah, they're that were was like, hard to watch they're too. like, uh, I follow some of the creators on Instagram and they were all posting photos because they had to build a set to look like the interior of that guy's dick because it's like tiny man inside goes inside a penis hole it does like (laughs) asmr to arouse his partner and then sneezes and blows that was yeah that's episode one too so i'm not spoiling like five minutes in it's it's literally the opening if you can't stomach that you're not gonna make it through the boys because every episode has something it is it's
1: that was really it was really gruesome but I loved how unpredictable it was and I loved the dark comedy with it. Like there were moments where I laughed out loud.
0: They're like Like making fun of, our world they're they, like yeah see how ridiculous it's this a is? pretty
2: it's a pretty good like on the nose like allegory for like, like thought how, is disney yeah <laughs> disney slash like everything and yeah. like, disney or the american government or like it's all the way that the commentary on that and like yeah. the current political climate they, i think
0: last season when they had the the Stormfront that character mm-hmm. yeah i started to get really irked by the show because i was like it's a little too close to home yeah like, i don't like how it's too real uh, yeah, I don't like how like <laughs> how accurate this yeah. is and it's like not satirical anymore. It's yeah. a very it, it doesn't but take a big leap to make like that kind the, of symbolism. Three is amazing.
1: It, it is cool though how they kind of almost take like politicians and exaggerate them and make them superheroes. because yeah. yeah. Where are the politicians in that show? Exactly. I don't think there are there,
2: any. Yeah, there are like elements of of yeah. the uh the parallels between like what the yeah, like the superhero industry and big business are, and then how they're so closely intertwined with the political characters and that. But then you have like yeah, without I don't want to spoil anything because there's some stuff in there that is uh, a yeah. is is really good. But yeah, definitely I think I think we've recommended The Boys before. Also, it's a I love
0: show. I love seeing Jensen Ackles in something really fucked up. Yeah, the what guy who plays have? Soldier Boy. Oh, because he's like he, such he a he's such a amazingly. former teen heartthrob. Yeah. Like he's from Supernatural. Yeah. He's got that like. He's been on a network television show for 15 years, and like, we're not sure what he's going to do with his career next. But this was a really cool move. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do something really messed up. Yeah. Real S- like, stuff. wipe the slate clean a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they also had uh, like, uh, the D bias. It's all he was in Gossip girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chase had, Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. but so he's wild. a joke in that show. I'm just like, oh my god, they did him so dirty. <laughs> this character, they make him just do everything wrong. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he comes full circle. Like he's yeah, not yeah. I can't. I don't know if I said it before. Like not the most empathetic character, but one of the most fascinating, like emotional journeys for a yeah, character. Yeah, you
1: think in that first episode where he sexually harasses Starlight that he's gonna be a lot more important. Yeah, but he's right. so. And I guess he is important, but he's such a he's
2: joke a weasel. He's such a good he's, foil. Like for not really.
1: intimidating at all. Yeah. Yeah. you're just like this guy is just well maybe
0: that's like sucks. part of it too is like <laughs> some of the most like predatory one people are the one like sexual predators some of the most the worst ones are the ones who are like really ineffectual in yeah some, they're just terrible they like carry yeah. yeah yeah so, um,
2: yeah yeah the boys is a really good show Yeah, I think we talked about it before it gets yeah it if you
0: get nervous of it just hang in there yeah. I like every mm-hmm. time I watch it I'm like I don't know yeah. and then we get to the end and I'm like okay it made sense to me
2: yeah it's, I think yeah. it's worth getting through that show for sure um hey guys we have an instagram it's at uh, scary sunday if you want to follow us we post content on there uh, little clips of shows and other fun stuff from other horror related pages um then we have a patreon too it's patreon.com slash scary sunday uh as soon as i get done editing episodes they go up on patreon immediately so if you want to listen to stuff early rather than the monday releases um, they'll be up there along with some other random stuff that we're gonna start doing soon, like maybe side little mini maybe we'll about talk the bear. about the bear, <laughs> yeah, or new other movies that aren't horror that are coming out. Um, if you don't follow me on at TravTheGuy. the Guy, uh, I know Christy, you have uh, some stuff coming up here that you're going on.
1: Um, I'm actually gonna be in Oklahoma City this weekend at the Looney Bin, so there's that. Nice. Um, other than that, I don't. Uh, I'll be at the the Addison Improv uh august 3rd and then dallas comedy club august 4th so that's what's local i guess dope
2: and you know, have an instagram too do you post comedy stuff on your instagram or is it mostly yeah, yeah?
1: pretty much only comedy related so yeah Kirsty comedy k-i-r-s-t-i-e comedy k-i-r i don't know why i was like
2: k-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-r-s-t-i-s-t-i-s-t-i-s-t-i-s-t-i-s-t-i Kirsty yeah, yeah, yeah. comedy. Kirsty comedy. That's fine. social media. All of it. Hell yeah! And if you want to follow Daniel on his uh, personal Instagram,
0: uh, I'm just at dg underscore Papas. I am. It's just me. Just hanging out.
2: Hell yeah! Well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, come hang out again with us next week when we cover, uh, The Hills Have Eyes, 1977. Do they have eyes? Do we're they gonna have find ears? out. I think we're gonna have a long conversation about it. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> awesome. All right. Have a good night, guys. Bye.
1: Sunday Scaries.